Hey, welcome to the Tulsa World Scene Podcast. I'm Jimmy Trammell. I'm joined by Grace Wood. James Watts is not with us this week. He's our food guy, so I feel bad that we maybe can't talk about food since James is not here, since he's the food guy. But food is so great, though. We all love food, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Let's get into something that's uh, more in your and my wheelhouse as far as our responsibilities. Uh, we both kind of get into music a little bit as part of our jobs you've got a music story coming up soon I think right yeah um I have a story coming up pretty soon about a local band called Dante and the Bird Dogs um and they recently recorded a bunch of singles at church studio um and they are really interesting because they're different from other like folk and country bands their songs are actually about really interesting topics and the single that I'm going to be writing about is about an alien abduction. (laughs) So it's a really interesting little ballad, and they're actually slated to be performing at the Church Studios Carney Fest, which is coming up. Do you know when that's coming? Is that in April or May? I believe it's April the 15th, and yet Reverend Horton Heat is the headliner. And uh, tell you what, the, the band I'm kind of interested in, even though it's a tribute band, is they have a Tom Petty tribute band coming to uh the event and normally you you know you you have your own thoughts about tribute bands i love them uh because they're obviously playing songs by a great artist or they wouldn't be wouldn't exist uh but tom petty is such a big part of church studio history in that they signed with shelter records tom petty's band mud crutch did years ago and signed their first recording contract across the street at what is now freeway cafe uh So Carney, Carney Fest is going to be a cool event that comes up in the street near Church Studio, April the 15th. What what kind of music would you say appeals to you the most? Ooh, to me the most, I think like rock music, classic rock music, or even like a little bit of bluesy music or folk music. That's kind of what I'm into lately. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Well, it, it's a big week at, at BOK because we've got... Turnpike Troubadours, not once, but twice with Journey and Toto in between, you know, so yeah. we yeah, be okay. Um, I think we're all partial to whatever we grew up with, although, you know, everyone does have a sweet spot for something that came a long time ago before their time, but still uh, has lasting value. Uh, Journey was, in fact, my first concert that I ever saw back in the day, so if I see them Is again it? this week, which I intend to, then that'll be kind of a full circle thing. Who's on your oh, bucket list that you haven't seen that you want to see? Ooh, bucket list. Man, I've gotten to see a lot of bands, fortunately. But hmm, let me think about that for a second. Um, the country artist, um, Tyler Childers, have you heard mm-hmm. of him? Sure. Yeah, he's... Yeah, I think he's pretty up there for me because I've just I've seen clips of him performing and he just sounds like he's even better live than he is in his recordings. So I'd love to see him because I love his songs. But um, yeah, I feel like that's at the top of the list right now. Do you have anybody on your bucket list? I think I'd like to see the Rolling Stones, you know, while they're still with us, even though they're going to outlive us all. You know, I'd still like to see them <laughs> sometime. Uh, yeah. Give me speaking of that. Give me one. It's it's too late. This artist has passed on, but you'd love to have seen them when they were alive and performing. 
why. I think maybe I was just watching a video about her or something, but Amy Winehouse, mm -hmm. I it's such a shame that she she died as soon as she did because she's so talented and I wish I could have seen her live or seen her perform. So yeah, I think that's like kind of the first one that comes to mind. But what about you? Is there anybody who's passed away that you want to see still? I really wish I would have seen Johnny Cash live. I bet that was really something, you know, such an American icon uh, he was. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, and we all have our own sweet spots. I wish I would have seen Jerry Reed from Smoking the Bandit because I have a thing for Smoking the Bandit, but it's neither here nor there. Um, you know, uh, here's one. Give me a music artist. You're kind of a little bit ashamed you admit that you like because it's not it's not really your thing. Maybe it was even your parents or grandparents thing, but you kind of dig it anyway. Think about that. Uh, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll start off while you're doing that, uh, while you're thinking. Uh, okay. I, I mean, Frank Sinatra is just cool. Don't you wish? I wish I had seen Frank Sinatra. Uh, Mr. Connors, who was the sports editor of the Tulsa War for a long time, loved Frank Sinatra uh, and got to see him in Vegas one time. And Frank Sinatra called him by name because he gave up a room at the hotel for Frank's friends. And it was the highlight of his life. But I, I don't know if you have anyone like, yeah, I'll, I'll listen to this. It's not cool with my generation, maybe, but it's still cool. I, I feel like Earth, Wind, and Fire, maybe, or even like Stevie Wonder. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I'm a way bigger fan of either of those artists than like any of my friends are. <laughs> but me and my mom, that's like what we listen to together. So I love those, even though it seems like people my age maybe aren't as aware of those artists as people older than me. But I think, yeah. Those are two of my my guilty pleasures, I guess. Well, I dig the Commodores more than Earth, Wind, and Fire, but I can appreciate Earth, Wind, and Fire, which yes. is they're coming, by the way, to I think maybe to one of the local casinos, Earth, Wind, and Fire. So I don't know if your mom or you and your mom are going to hit that or not, but we should. I didn't know about that, but we should definitely do that. She'll go with me for sure. <laughs> How do you feel about all the reality shows on television? Oh man. I don't know. I, um, I'm not like a huge reality TV person. I think it can definitely be, I don't know, interesting, I guess at times, but like shows like the Kardashians or, you know, other, other shows like that. I just feel like I watch them and I just don't really get anything from it. I don't feel like right. it's teaching me anything or really entertaining me that much. So yeah, I'm I'm not a huge reality TV girl, but are you? Are you no, a fan? I, I'm with you because it seems like reality shows are not really reality. They're so nobody acts like this when the camera is not on them. So to me, the only real reality TV is a sporting event because it's happening right in front of your eyes. But uh, more so, I was angling toward the reality TV competition shows like uh, The Voice, American Idol, or uh, the one that the Alexa won last year uh, from, from Jinx. Have you ever been mm -hmm. a, a watcher of The Voice, American Idol, uh, any of those shows, America's Got Talent, any of that stuff? See, I love shows like that. I really love like the competition shows where people are showcasing their talent and stuff, especially like I just remember growing up watching American Idol so much, like when like Adam Lambert and like Kelly Clarkson and Carrie Underwood were on them. Like I really get a lot out of those. So yeah, I need to get back into American Idol because I know it went away for 
a little bit and then it like came back and now we've got people from Oklahoma on the show. So that's yeah, pretty amazing. It. We've got a Sunday story. <laughs> Seven Oklahomans have advanced to the Hollywood segment of American Idol this year. Two from Vanita, two from Broken Arrow, one from Pawhuska, two from Lawton. I think I had, I got them all, but uh, it's pretty amazing. Vanita being the size of it that the town is, has two people going to Hollywood. Unfortunately, not not every segment airs, so we didn't get to see the two Vanita people audition on American Idol. We'll see them maybe on Hollywood week, but uh, good luck to all the Oklahomans on uh, American Idol. Are a lot of them like country style singers or are they kind of different styles? A little bit of everything, I think. Uh, yeah. But one of the uh, Broken Arrow contestants even covered a uh, Zach Bryan song. So uh, he was, you know, pretty new to the scene, but obviously a big superstar. Mm-hmm. Um, you, a lot of your job responsibility is uh, homes and really yeah. cool, like real estate type stories. You have one coming up this weekend about it's all about the backyard and the pool, right? Yeah, yeah. I figured as the weather is starting to get warmer a little bit more consistently and we're going into April, it would be cool to showcase some of the homes on the market right now that just have really beautiful backyard, like outdoor living areas and pools and stuff like like that. Because I know a lot of people like myself are just excited to get outside. So I have some beautiful houses with like really amazing outdoor pools. Like one house is like three stories and it's got this like resort like pool on the back with balconies all around it it's just amazing so um that'll come out this Saturday I'm excited about it so now you're jealous right yes (laughs) I'm sitting in my like 400 square foot apartment like oh man (laughs) wish I had a pool (laughs) in seeing these or learning about these did you come up with an idea of what your dream backyard would be Oh man, sorry. I've got a really bad cough right now. Um, dream backyard. I think I'd love to have like a big garden and maybe grow like some of my own vegetables or something. A pool would be great too, but I think just having like a really peaceful, like kind of gardeny area, maybe mm-hmm. have like some different plants, like a pollinator garden or something like that would be really cool. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like that would be really great, but we'll see. <laughs> well, let's hit one more thing before we uh in today's session uh, you're far far too young for this but uh, there 50 years ago there began this uh inexplicable craze of like the song says everybody was kung fu fighting i mean uh 1973 a movie was, was released that became a surprise number one hit a kung fu movie at the box office and what followed was just an avalanche of kung fu pop culture in America. There were, you know, movies and TV series and Saturday morning cartoons and songs and G.I. Joe had a kung fu grip. I mean, everything you could think of. So in Friday's Tulsa World, I'll try to take a stab at explaining this kung fu craze and how it all got started with uh, the Bruce Lee movies and an Oklahoman, Chuck Norris, who, uh, you know, was, was Bruce Lee's nemesis in one of those early films. Is there a, a craze during your lifetime that uh, you look back on now and, and and think like, what were we thinking? Why did why did this happen to catch on and and be a craze? Oh man, um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, 
I don't know why the first thing that came to mind was planking. Do you remember that, Jimmy? I have no idea what that is. No. <laughs> it was like a really big thing when I was in middle school. Like people would just go out in public somewhere. Like maybe you would get on top of like a park bench or just some random, like, I don't know, like a bush or something. And you would just get in like a plank position and just lay flat and hold it. <laughs> and like, people would just do it all over town, like random places. And it was like such a craze for a while there. There are just like so many weird, like social media trends at like the dawn of the internet. Like when I was growing up that I'm just looking back, I'm like, why was that everything? <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know why that's what I thought of. <laughs> Here's another one. Pokemon Go. Did you go look for Pokemon on your phone? Yes. That's like, so. like, I can't. Why did I do that? But, yeah, I would go out literally by myself and go looking for Pokemon. <laughs> that, that resulted in, like, police calls because people would be where they were not supposed to be, you know, looking for yeah. Squirtle or whatever those other Pokemon are, you know? Yes, yes. Uh, there was always a lot of them like over by Philbrook. So I would like go over there and be like on my phone looking for the Pokemon. It's so embarrassing to think about now. Why must it look so weird? And you caught them all? <laughs> um, I think I caught a good amount, but I mean, I know someone who still plays it. Like I went on a trip to Mexico a couple weeks ago and I was with someone who was still playing it. And that game was popular like four or five years ago. So <laughs> I yeah. think there's a lot of people who are further along in it than I was, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, are we all wrapped up or do you have anything you would like to uh, bring up before we get out of town today? You know, I can't think of anything else. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to promote? No, we, we missed our chance to talk about James uh, since he's not here. You know, we'll, we can't talk behind his back. We'll try again some other time. Uh, do We do have a Sunday <laughs> story about, uh, John Swab's Tulsa filmmaker, his next film, One Day as a Lion, it stars Scott Kahn, who also wrote the screenplay. Uh, I saw a screener on it. I'll talk to John Swab. We'll have a story in Sunday's Tulsa World. And I think with that, uh, let's get out of here. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Grace, get us out of here. Okay, bye, everybody. Babe. <laughs>